on to Wellbeing Wednesdays. My name is Courtney Weaver. I'm the director over at WellWU here at West Virginia University. And my guest today is a Dr. Tara Halsey, who wears many hats at the institution, many like very important hats, top hats, I would say. Um, so not only is she the vice president of health promotion and wellness, uh, she's also the dean of the School of Nursing. So welcome, Dr. Halsey. Thank you again for joining us. Thank you for having us. All right. Um, so why don't you tell everyone a little bit about your role here at the university? So my role as dean of the School of Nursing is that I oversee the School of Nursing, and we have currently um, four undergraduate programs and six graduate level programs across four campuses, um, actually in conversation about maybe adding a fifth campus. Um, and we also, the School of Nursing also offers a number of continuing education programs for current nurses that are practicing. And my role as Vice President for Health Promotion and Wellness, uh, I oversee the Office of Health Promotion and Wellness, and this is a university-wide initiative. Um, we also have a planning steering committee, and that planning steering committee is comprised of senior level administrators across the university. And their role is to really set priorities around well-being initiatives for the university. And we've done a number of um, focus groups and data collection activities. And through those, the planning steering committee has developed the West Virginia University Wellbeing Wheel. All right. Well, so we've actually mentioned the wheel on quite a few episodes of this podcast, but technically I know that it's also not um, uh, like super public yet because you want to, from my understanding, it was you wanted to have kind of this big reveal, but because of COVID that obviously did not happen probably in the way that you all had imagined it happening. Um, but why don't you tell us a little bit more about the wheel? Sure, and you're right. Uh, we had big plans of doing campus conversations actually in March. Oh, no. Around, um, you know, real big public launch of the office and where we were and what we had accomplished and what we had developed over the last uh, year and a half. But COVID did put a big stop to that. So the wellness wheel is actually a graphic representation of our priorities. And our priorities are in the areas of physical, social, community, purpose, financial, and emotional. And through our conversations with students, faculty, and staff around the university, we really found that people felt like the emotional component was actually woven throughout the other uh, wellness components. And so we are working with um, uh, folks around the university, students, faculty, and staff representatives that are serving on priority action teams, which we've developed around each of those wellness wheel components. And so um, those folks are going to be developing, they're in the process and already meeting, they're in the process of identifying goals for each of those areas. And that's going to guide really how we move forward strategically with the initiatives and resources that we have. And my we're actually in the early stages of the next piece of it, which I envision is actually using national benchmarks around each of those components to measure success of activities and initiatives that we have. Great. Yeah, um, a few weeks ago, we had Dr. Julie Brzezinski as a guest, and she sits on the Purpose Priority Action Team. And I know several of my colleagues um, in student life also sit on those priority action teams. I'm on the 
the advisory council part of it. So I'm involved too, I promise. Uh, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> and we, we are very appreciative of that. And actually, honestly, the, the, um, the willingness to serve and the energy around this initiative is great. It's just a lot of people around the university don't even yet know about it. And again, it's, it's really because we haven't had COVID just really put a big damper on our plans for making sure that everybody knew where we were, what we're doing and the areas in which they can get involved. Yeah, that's for sure. COVID just went and ruined everything for everyone. Um, <laughs> In many ways. <laughs> all right. So how does the Office of Health Promotion and Wellness support well-being at the university? Okay, well, through a generous gift that we received, um, actually President Gee was given a generous gift by alumni Natalie and Wes Bush. Now, Natalie actually chairs my School of Nursing Advisory Council. So she's been involved with the School of Nursing for quite a while, and I've known her for several years. Um, the Bushes gave the generous gift to President Gee to ask and asked him to do with it what he saw fit for the university. This was um, a vision that he had had for quite a while. Somebody in the role that would oversee all of the wellness activities and health promotion across the university. It was something that he had actually spoken to me about uh, over a year prior to his developing this role in the office. Um, so they actually uh, allowed this to come to fruition. And we actually maintain through the office, uh, maintain uh, inventory health promotion and wellness inventory. And what we started that over a year ago, um, initially just to try to get a handle on everything that's going on, because that was really the purpose of this role and this office, is there was not one person in the university who knew or had any idea of how much was going on in all the areas of the university and all the campuses around health promotion and wellness. And I am not saying by any means that the inventory that we have even today, which changes daily, encompasses everything, but we have more of a handle on it than anybody has so far because we have the effort and their resources put to put into it. So right now, as of yesterday, we had over 74 um, initiatives that we, programs, actions, research projects, initiatives that are related to well-being. And so our job is really to leverage the resources to serve faculty, staff, and students and make sure that the work that is being done around the university is aligned with West Virginia University's values and also with limited resources to really prioritize and um, put some effort into evaluation of, of the things that we have going on as well. And the long-term goal is really to expand um, efforts that we have within the university level that we identify as very effective to the state level and beyond. That's the long-term goal. Wow. And so this inventory that you all are creating currently, is it available for anyone to look at or will, are there plans to make it available? It's actually currently not available for public just because it's being added to right now daily. I do foresee it it becoming available. It's actually in an Excel spreadsheet right now, um, and it's it grows exponentially as I've as I've mentioned. Um, but we will have components of it on our website, which is is developing as well. So we do have a website, and I encourage folks to check it out. It has the well-being wheel on it. 
and it does have our priority areas and it will have more information. So I envision that um, we will get to a point before too long where the inventory will be there. But again, that's everything that we know of. It's not necessarily what our top priorities are at any point in time. But I do think it would be helpful for um, faculty, staff, and students who are interested to know what all we have identified and how much the university currently has going on. Yeah, I think that would be really helpful because I know on our end, we often hear when we ask students, say, what would you like to see? They often refer to things that already exist, but just aren't aware that they exist and where they can find them. So the fact that you're sort of getting all this information together is really great. Um, And so in my role, WellWU offers a lot of different kinds of programming in alcohol and drug education, sexual health, uh, nutrition, and fitness. Uh, But what types of programs and services does the university provide that help students enhance their overall wellness? Well, there are, we actually have a lot, as I, as I mentioned, over 70 plus um, programs. But around for students, you know, refresh activities have been advertised really well this um, semester in particular. Campus Recreation and Adventure West um, Virginia provide wonderful opportunities for the students and have been doing some virtual activities. The Carruth Center and Be Well programs provide much needed services as well uh, around emotional well-being, which is, of course, a priority right now. Right, for sure. Uh, And having worked with the Refresh program, there's some really cool opportunities that students can take advantage of that are totally free, like crafting with stars of HGTV and cooking classes, and it's it's pretty cool. Um, So can you tell us about a few more programs that support students' well-being? Yeah, we actually, as I mentioned, are constantly identifying things that we didn't know about, um, which is exciting, but it it started out very overwhelming, to be honest with you. But it's just amazing how much we already had going on around the university at all of our campuses. But, for example, the Mountaineer Hub has a financial aid peer educators program, which we did not know about. So the peer educators are actually well-trained student employees at the Hub, and they talk to students about challenges that they may be having associated with financial well-being. And another resource includes Collegiate Recovery Program, which I think a lot of students do know about, and the Serenity Place. And they're offering activities like um, meditation and yoga and trainings to help support people that are in recovery um, and finding purpose in their life to move on. So each of these programs are some way aligned with the physical, social, purpose, financial, community, and emotional components of the well-being wheel. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so we always like to do a, a well-being snapshot, basically where we say this is the topic that we're talking about and this is this is how it applies in real life. So for our snapshot today, can you just give us sort of a, a quick pick of how you view well-being at WVU this fall? Because it's definitely not your average semester. No, it's not. And we've really kind of shifted um, what our priorities were pre-COVID or what we may have thought we would highlight as a top priority pre-COVID to um, to a different aspect now given what everything that people are dealing with and it is around emotional so while there are so many programs available for students with well-being we do know that this is a challenging time so students really maybe feel disconnected from the campus or maybe disconnected from home depending on really where they're living right now so in addition to the demands of schoolwork you know students are probably we know a lot of students are experiencing additional stress um, and students and faculty and staff and all of us around social distancing and COVID-19. So our office is working with groups across the campus to identify the supports that we currently have in place that we can um, put additional resources behind and move forward to help students navigate through these difficult times. So 
for in terms of plans for the upcoming year, so what are your ideas for programming for this year? Yeah, this emotional well-being, that's, that's really our top. And we've had conversations with faculty, students, and staff across the university who've really expressed their concerns around mental health. That's really been the recurring theme over the last few months. And so this year, we'll be intentionally sharing coping skills, strategies, and resources for people who may need additional support. I actually had a meeting yesterday with the Health Science Center deans around looking at ways we are going to purposefully incorporate coping skills into our curricula and so starting with health science center but then branching out across the university so we want to be intentional about sharing those coping skills and strategies for folks and we know that sometimes people can cope by just having you know a conversation with somebody that they trust or a family member Um, other times they really need more intensive support we have a number of professional resources at the university, including, of course, Carruth Center and Be Well, that offer individual counseling, group meetings, and workshops. So even if students are physically not on campus this semester, they still can take advantage of those programs virtually. Right. And so um, we've talked a little bit about, about students feeling a little more isolated this semester. So what are some ways that students can feel more connected to WVU, even if they aren't here physically? Well, we're actually, our office is actually going to launch a campaign called Building Community Wellbeing Wherever You Are. So tell me, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so whether a student's located in Morgantown or wherever they're located across uh, West Virginia, we're really all one Mountaineer family and we want to underscore that. So even if we're physically distant this semester or next semester, hopefully not, but perhaps so, we're all connected to the university. And so what we do in our communities, regardless of the community that we reside in, um, we're mountaineers, and that's a reflection on us. Right. And so how is the campaign related to COVID-19? Well, we have a lot of students who are in the community that are doing things within the community to help around COVID. But, you know, in direct ways, we need to be wearing our masks in public and keeping physically distant and washing our hands. So, you know, really adhering to those three main things we all need to be doing, and we know that. But in less obvious ways, the building community well-being is really about how we serve our communities. So students who are living at home this semester may be contributing by donating blood or by working at a food bank. We do have students who are supporting families by serving as um, first responders. So we really want to highlight students um, around within this COVID pandemic and celebrate the ways that they are working and building community well-being wherever they are. Okay. So if a student wants to participate in the initiative this year, what do they need to do? We want to blast things out. We want to get photos of students in the community and really show what all we're doing and try to connect us as one in a Mountaineer family. And so they can do good things as we know that we, they are and represent us well, which is so important. So students can wear their WVU apparel when they're in the communities doing service and have someone take a picture to send into our office. We'll be publishing those. Um, We will need a photo release. um, So it's better if the students by themselves or the students are by themselves in a picture versus having community members in those pictures as well. Um, But those photos can be sent to our office, the Office of Health Promotion and Wellness, and we will take it from there. Okay, and so they can find the information on the website, correct, to send in the photos? 
Yeah, and all you have to do to find our website is West Virginia, is just Google West Virginia University Health Promotion and Wellness and it'll pop right up. And I really do encourage folks to check it out. As I said, we're continuing to add things to it, but um, it gives much more information than I have had time to do today. But you also find information about our program director, Dr. Amy Sidwell, and she will be organizing this campaign and getting it um, off off and running for us. So she'll be in touch to get any press releases that we might need and can take it from there. Okay. Uh, and so wrapping up, is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners? I would just really, first of all, I'd like to thank you for the opportunity <laughs> in the conversation and to encourage students really to take advantage of the wellness services that we have at the university. And even if you're not on campus this semester, and if you don't know where to start or you're uncomfortable asking for help, please reach out to our office and we'll be glad to get you connected. All right. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Holzer. We really appreciate you taking the time out of your very busy schedule to talk to us today. Uh, and to all of our avid listeners, um, thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you next time on Wellbeing Wednesday. Wellbeing Wednesday.